Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? This is Bakabytes. I'm Frank Furter. That's Magically Average. Today, we are going to be talking about competition and high dive and Crunchyroll and Netflix and Hulu and a whole amalgamation of things because a lot has happened in the past like week or so. It's been about 12 days, so it's yeah. nearly two weeks, essentially. Um, but uh, just to kind of hop straight into it, other than asking how you're doing, because I know you're a little sick boy right now. Sick boy. Uh, the the biggest news topic that we really want to discuss here is that competition is a great thing. We will always say competition is needed, especially in such a niche uh, industry like the anime industry. And right now, Crunchyroll does have like a, a stranglehold on a lot of different things. They bought right stuff, and now they have a stranglehold on basically the merch side of things outside of independent artists. And they have... I mean, just Crunchyroll in general, they have a lot of seasonal anime every single season. And then there's High Dive, which came out maybe, what, two, three years ago? Something like that? About two years Uh, ago. Well, it's been around since 2017, but it really started getting the, like, premiere licenses probably, like, two years ago. Okay. So, yeah, basically... It it really started becoming a streaming platform of note about, you know, two years ago. And as of 12 days ago, they have pretty much shuttered outside of North America. They are stopping service outside yeah. of North America. They're going to start sh- stop billing people on 1214 of this year. And then outside of North America, they're gone as of 1231. Like, High Dive will no longer exist outside of North America. Yeah. And that really is a bummer. I mean, for us, we're still going to have it, so we'll still have some of that competition. But it's a bummer because it limits the competition outside of the United States. It really just leaves Crunchyroll, Hulu, and Netflix. And Netflix is kind of in its own little corner 
they take like old shows and they license older shows uh, like Hunter Hunter One Piece, which they're getting more and more episodes of One Piece as they go. Um, but then they do their own signature series, their net their Netflix originals, and honestly, they're they've been really good recently. Yeah, the like this past month we got both Pluto and Scott Pilgrim, those two, which. We're not going by Mal definitions of anime because fuck that. That's stupid. It's not on Mal. You can't find it on Mal. It's really fucking dumb. Scott Pilgrim, though, is an anime. It's made by Sainseru, which is a Japanese, you know, anime maker. They are an anime studio. It's one of those things that, like, Netflix is putting out quality shows because I, I think you and I agree Pluto is amazing. Scott Pilgrim was amazing. And in my opinion... I watched Akuma-kun recently, and I really liked it. I really vibed with it. Even if the ending was a bit, you know, like, I saw it because of the start of the episode. I saw it coming, Mm -hmm. but, like, a lot of people, I'm sure, didn't vibe with it. But, like, it's kind of got lower ratings, but then again, it's only got 9,000 votes on Mal. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a darker show that I wish we had gotten in October, but we got early November. So, like, Netflix is putting out quality shows and has quality shows in the pipeline. But then we look at High Dive, and we're like, okay, maybe it's the quality of the shows. Is it the quality of the shows? And this is where you and I, we looked at each other, and I'll let you talk for a little bit here because I've been uh, hogging the show here. High Dive has quality shows, if not better quality shows than Netflix. Yeah, I mean, season to season, they're getting exclusives on high dive that are i i would say probably top three at least you know top five every single season you had oshino ko uh dangers in my heart you had don machi season four uh kubo won't let me be invisible um you had the dark gathering which was the most recent one from fall during the spooky months uh, so this season you have eminence and shadow but yep. i mean to to a degree that one's kind of a turn your brain off have fun type of show which is a good quality show like that I don't yeah know. It, 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 they do it very well yeah compared to others but like we had noted at the beginning too it wasn't up until like probably you know two years ago where you started to see more high dive exclusives and that's why people started to subscribe to high dive outside of just crunchyroll and netflix because that's where a lot of new anime was going to be aired, especially with the Funimation Crunchyroll merger. So it all kind of made sense. But And I have the article up for everyone else to view who's watching on YouTube, but it's basically they're leaving High Dive to just the United States, Canada, Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Australia. And the article mentions specifically like a lot of other countries in Europe, like France, Finland, Germany, Denmark, Belgium, Norway... Latin America, you know, Mexico, all these other large areas that have fairly well, no, big Latin audiences. America and Mexican users are going to be affected by this. That's what I mean. Those, that group. Oh, sorry, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that group that I named from, like, in Europe, basically everywhere else in Europe other than Ireland and the UK, and then you have US, Canada, and then Australia, right? Yeah. And people might be wondering, like, well, why isn't Japan on this list? Well, because Japan has their own streaming services, and this is another part of what I was going to talk about too um, is like these the weird thing is that we just don't know where these users and these audiences are going to go the the immediate speculation that I had is that 
it's all going to be migrated more towards Hulu slash Disney Plus. Because here in the United States, when we have a, quote, Disney Plus release, it's actually on Hulu. Like, the newest season of Bleach was on Hulu. Um, you had, uh, oh, no, what's the one that we were... <laughs> Oh, Undead Unluck. Undead Unluck. This season is exclusively on Hulu. Um, Summertime Rendering. Jeez, my brain was just. Oh, that was the beginning. I forgot that was was the beginning of this year. Yeah, it was. That that had its whole debacle of like being in Disney jail forever. But then it finally got released on Hulu. So, like here in the the United States, where Frankfurt and I are at, we watch all of those Disney Plus exclusives on Hulu. So, the speculation is because in a lot of other areas of of the world, Disney Plus has their own anime library. So that's my where my brain went, is that, okay, if High Dive is going to be closing out in these areas, because AMC, who bought out High Dive and Sentai, um, it, it, like put out the statement being like, oh, we're always analyzing the market trends, and we know the anime base you know, is a huge audience of our viewers. And they threw out this stat, which shook, honestly surprised me. They're like, we realize that 98% of our users are in these areas. So we're trying to find a way to satisfy the remaining 2% that are, are we're effectively closing off. And I'm like, there is no way in fuck that 98% of your users are in these five countries compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> like, I would, I would say maybe like 75%, 80% at most, but 98%, no way. Yeah, because so. there is a, a rather large uh, demographic for people who like anime in Latin America and Mexico. Uh, like, yeah. there is a giant market for it. Um, and I can only imagine also France and Germany. Like, Germany, weirdly enough, Germany has more, like, current manga that have, like, volumes out for, like, lesser-known series that are still popular. Um, examples being Shy and uh, potentially Shangri-La Frontier. They already have translated volumes in print way past what we have. Yeah. Maybe not for Shangri-La, but definitely for Shy. And it's just one of those things that's like, they have a market there. Like, that is shocking that you're going to say that, that like, all of those combined are only 2%. Um, I'm, I'm obviously wearing my JoJo's hoodie, so this is very apropos of me to say about one of my favorite series. But uh, it is very frustrating. That all of Steel Ball Run has been translated and is out physically in Spanish. (laughs) And we're not even two volumes into getting the English physical print of Stone Ocean. Yep. Like, that's that's how far. I also heard... um, A a stat that surprised me, and I I really should have looked it up, but it's... figure it's going to be so hard to find so mr mastermind at the computer over there look this up for me um but i've heard that outside of japan the the second the country with the second most manga readers is actually france it's not even the u.s and i think it's because of the you are correct french yeah a, a lot of series also get french releases in, in publications as well, similar to like how we we were just discussing how other countries already have the physical releases of series that aren't even out in English yet. Um, that has to do with publishing rights too, and that's a whole other conversation we've talked about a number of times before too. But like that stat is surprising. So you look at France being 
the right below Japan in terms of manga readers, and you're getting rid of High Dive, which is yeah. again, when you look at the are the amount of server like it's providers of of anime streaming uh, sites online. You have Crunchyroll, Netflix, Hulu slash Disney Plus, and High Dive. It's yeah. it's really it because you know again Funimation's not here anymore. It, it was the merger with well technically Funimation bought out Crunchyroll, but they kept the Crunchyroll platform. But yeah, I mean like it. Where are they gonna go? Like what are what where are they gonna now go watch those series? So the question then becomes, is it a matter of now transferring those licenses to other streaming 100%. services? Yeah. It, it, like, it definitely is for the fact that it's already started. Like um, shows that were in kind of deplatforming from Crunchyroll, from Netflix. Like when High Dive kind of started coming out, they're like, "These are our exclusive shows." Don Machi season four are going to be exclusive here. It started leaving like different platforms, like subs, dubs, whatever, like different types of forms of Don Machi were leaving there and being coming exclusive to. High dive, and now, um, and I I say that with a grain of salt because there's still se- like seasons, random seasons here and there, either mm-hmm. on Netflix or Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. So not all of it got deplatformed, but like majority of it, the only place you could watch it was Hulu, or sorry, not Hulu, High Dive. But it's being moved to Hulu. I'm I went on Hulu because you know when I'm working, I just pop a series out like on Hulu, like I could just pop the video out on my browser kind of hide it, turn my phone upside down or do whatever and just listen to dubs while I'm working. Um, like, turn your brain off dubs, not, like, anything that really needs brain processing power. But um, when I was looking through anime to watch or anime to listen to, I saw that Don Machi was an option. And it was, like, recently added. I was like, what in the world is going on here? And then what blew my brain was that Eminence in Shadow was a complete exclusive to High Dive. Like, it started uh, fall 2022, season one ended winter 2023, and then season two is going on right now, and season one's on High Dive. Or, sorry, Hulu now. All of it. All of season one is on Hulu. That was exclusive Mm. for less than a year to High Dive. So, it's already started going to Hulu. So, I, I wouldn't be surprised that other shows do start popping up here and there depending on what platform may want to pay for it. I think Hulu is going to be a huge landing point for a lot of these for the fact that, if I remember correctly, Disney wanted to integrate basically Disney or like Hulu into Disney Plus by the end of the year, if not early next year, I, if I'm remembering mm. that correctly, um, for North America. So it's one of those things of, okay, they're... They could theoretically take stuff from High Dive and really expand upon their library. But then again, you also look at High Dive's library and you're like, oh, 80% of this is smut. This is is some sexy shit. And then you're like, that doesn't doesn't vibe well with Disney. What's Disney going to do to this? They're going to censor the shit out of this. Well, that was the whole whole problem initially, right? And kind of what we surmised from... Yeah, I mean, just how everything played out with summertime rendering being like the the big introduction to Disney Plus into the you know anime realm. Like this is 
and what a blockbuster they they snagged, right? And then it was like all this hype about Disney Plus finally having an anime library and the possibilities of just transferring basically everything over from Hulu into Disney Plus or speculation that there could even be a separate app for just anime that is created by Disney Plus because Hulu already had an established library with old series like uh, Dragon Ball Z and Bleach and things like that. Like they could just make their own app. Like it would have been easy. And then you ran into all these issues like we had predicted of, well, summertime rendering is not PG. <laughs> so how do you, how do you like limit that on the Disney plus platform? And how do you control the viewers? And like, are, do you create a separate space for it? That has to be like locked based on, you know, the eight like age restriction or whatever. Like, right. There was a lot of, I think, moving parts that they didn't think about ahead of time, which landed the you know summertime rendering in Disney jail, and we still don't even have um, what is it Twisted Wonderland I think. Like, yeah, I, haven't I don't seen think anything that ever. About... I don't think that came out. Yeah, yeah I don't. I haven't seen anything about Twisted Wonderland, which was like a Disney exclusive anime. So, like, a lot of issues quickly surfaced after there was, the you know, the initial, like, jump into the, the anime pool that Disney Plus took, and then they started drowning. And then Hulu's like, God damn it, we'll just, all right, come on, just put everything on our platform. But now, yeah. with High Dive being axed in a number of countries, well, we really should just say limited to just five countries, Right. Yeah. Does does Hulu slash Disney Plus take this opportunity to go, okay, let's actually make an app. Let's let's start developing a single platform where we're gonna house all of our anime, where we can have new anime, because then you have a much easier, I guess, route into getting those exclusives like High Dive had. Right? Then you can start getting more exclusives and people might actually join an anime exclusive app versus being like, well, I guess I'll sign on to Hulu for the next three months to watch Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, but then I'm off. Like, what are they going to do? The answer is no, and the answer is going to really fucking bug you. So the situation um, already bugs me, but go on. Article article from Variety as of November 8th, 2023. Disney Plus Hulu merged app to launch next month for bundled subscribers. It's going to be a beta app. So basically... Keep both of your subscriptions, and if you have both, you can have one app. So, wow. So stupid. So stupid. So yeah, basically, <sighs> if, you, if you pay for both, they have a beta app that is coming out that'll merge both of them. So it's like, I would assume it's kind of like Amazon Prime, where if you want to watch something, but it's like, oh, you need Showtime, you know, a Showtime membership, log into your Showtime and whatever. And you can watch it on the Amazon app. It's it's. I feel like it's going to be one of those that's, type situations. That's so frustrating. It's so shitty a, and so frustrating, and it's so on a number Disney. of different. I know it is Fuck. very Disney. <laughs> it's just on a number of different levels because it, we'll move on after this. But like, yeah, it, the fact that you've already clearly established, like, okay, we have three streaming services that are all wildly different. We've got ESPN, specifically the ESPN Plus sports membership. Which I am a subscriber to. Same here. We have Hulu for all of your other live entertainment, uh, your your 
your televised shows, all of your like, you know, cable shows, things like that, plus movies. And then you have Disney Plus for your just all around Disney library. Thanks, Frank. All of it, right? You can get each one individually, or you can bundle. Because we're not going to pigeonhole someone who might only be there for sports or for the cable shows or for the Disney library, right? We're going to leave that available to you. But now Disney Plus is just like, well, we might as well just make everyone pay for it because you're going to use it kind of, sort of. So we'll just shove it all into this one fucking app and then just limit you there. And if you want access, yeah. it's just a click of a button and you get access. But you have to pay us monthly. But it's all going to be smooshed together. It makes no sense to me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yep, I agree. And before we move on, just in case morbid curiosity gets a hold of you, if you're wondering how much the bundled prices are, because there is discounts for the bundled, with ads, it is $9.99 a month for both, which is, is pretty darn affordable, but you have ads. Yeah. Or without ads, twenty bucks a month. Oh boy. Which which hurts. That's... That hurts a lot. Yeah. Knowing that like Netflix is what? I, I don't pay for Netflix. I don't have well actually technically I have access to my parents on my phone. That is the weird sorry, side tangent here. Netflix is like, ah, no password sharing. But if you're on your computer or phone, that's fine. You can't Chromecast it, but if you're on your computer and phone, you're A-OK. It makes no sense. I no So idea. I do have access to Netflix, but, like, I can't watch it on a TV. Um, no idea. But, yeah, I, like, I, I don't know what that pricing is, but it's just, like, 20 bucks a month, man. Ne- I mean, Netflix is going up, too. Um, before yeah. we move on to Netflix, too, I, I do just want to – I'm going to – turn on the news piece real quick so everyone else can see Um, so i believe everyone found out through just a notification on high dive if you were in the regions that are now going to not have high dive accessible basically it was like just a little notification at the top being like hey bt dubs uh high dives leaving on the 31st of december of this year uh you're not going to get billed past the 14th of december um deuces and like that was it and then afterwards, it was an email it was an email too okay well then i because i'm reading in the literal high dive support area why is high dive no longer available in my country and it just says there will be no service longer be there'll be no longer be available in certain areas outside north america past the dates. yeah the <laughs> sorry the for your initial 
the initial high dive article that you had pulled up right underneath the like image of like the apology, like we're not going to yeah. continue service. It says users are reporting si- receiving a similar email. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like, and back to kind of just our original topic of just like or original discussion point of why is this happening to high dive? Like high dive does have really good shows like i know we listed off a few of just basically oshinoko eminence and shadow uh don machi uh, etc but shows we didn't even mention that are still in like the mid mid to high sevens akiba made war that was an exclusive that was i don't know if it was an original or not 7.62 on mal reincarnated as a sword which i absolutely adored 7.54 oh, yeah. One of the bigger gets that we didn't even freaking discuss, uh, Yurusi uh, Yatsura. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, damn. The, I just put much of that. Yurusi yeah, the Yatsura, remake of Yatsura. Yeah. Like, that was a huge thing. Like, that was big news. Well, and, but, and not, even, not even new stuff, too. I believe they also have Nana. I think they're yeah. the only ones that have Nana, no. which is like a classic. N- no, it's on Hulu. Is I watched it on, it on Hulu. Hulu. I watched okay. it on Hulu earlier. But I mean, the fact that they have that license. I mean, they have other older series too. So it, yeah, it, yeah. It just it's shocking from the standpoint that they were slowly over the last two years getting more and more exclusives that were again top five, top three of a season. To now we're dwindling down our service providers to just five countries. Like we're yep. like that's it. And what's wor- more worrisome is that, like, the future of High Dive shows, we don't even know. Because, like, only two shows are really confirmed for next season, other than Dangers in My Heart Season 2. Like, I don't think that's actually gotten a confirmation for who- uh, High Dive itself. I haven't seen anything. So, like, the only confirmed things I think I saw for it, which is Chain Soldier and a show... That I have not heard of, which I'm trying to buy for time real quick so I can find it. Uh, well, Ragna Crimson is going to continue. Yeah. My instant death ability is so overpowered, no one in this other world stands a chance against me. Those are the only shows currently, right now, confirmed for next season on High Dive. Like, you, like we know that Oshinoko got renewed for season two, but we don't know, again... Are they going to be able to buy the license again to be able to stream it on, you know, outside of Japan? Yep. So, what's going on? We don't know what's going to happen with High Dive in the future because, as of right now, the only big series that we know is confirmed is Chain Soldier, which is going to be a smutty, smutty fun time. Yeah, just yeah. But I, I would like to point out because we love competition. Netflix. Netflix is really gearing up for a huge year next year. Oh yeah. Like there there are four shows that I am thoroughly excited about. Well, three shows I'm thoroughly excited about and one I'm like, okay, let's see how they translate old to new. Mm-hmm. Um but the shows being Delicious and Dungeon, which is I I swear to god, it's probably going to be my anime of the year. <laughs> it really is like I am so excited for this show. Beyond belief excited for this show. But Sorry, yeah, I'm Delicious making, in Dungeon. I'm making right faces because I'm I'm going through the article, and the next one was Seven Deadly Sins. After that's the they have like a Dungeon. movie coming out for Seven Deadly yeah, Sins, but nobody know, really cares that. about Seven Deadly Sins. Hopefully, but um, Delicious in Dungeon, B Stars, the final season, which is done by Studio Orange, that's probably going to be really good because a lot of people love that series. 
I love reading it. I still need to watch it. We'll probably do that soon. Um, Moonrise, which is uh, Wit Studios, and the character design is being done by the creator of Full Metal Alchemist. Like that is like watching that trailer was like, oh man, yeah. Like I don't know exactly what's going on here, but I'm all on board. And then the one that I'm interested in seeing how they go from old to new is uh, TP Bon, which is a series from the creators of Doraemon, Um, and it's being done by Studio Bones, which Pokemon and all that, the likes of that. Yeah, uh, which Doraemon is like a old like classic. If you don't know what Doraemon is, go read up on your like anime history because yeah. like you big, really need to. Big blue cat thing, basically. Yep, it's like the mascot of Japan, essentially, other than yeah. Pikachu. But yeah. um, like, yeah, TP Bon is like a very old series that they're just kind of reviving. I think if I read correctly, it's been thirty years since it had an adaptation. So uh, it's one of those things of like, holy crap! It's been okay, over three decades. Yep. Yeah, let's see how they translate old to new because the uh, Urusei Yatsura series, for all intents and purposes, was a good adaptation. It was a good keeping old feely, but like bringing it up to modern times. So right. to me, I, like Netflix has a bunch of like that's just like the surface level. We haven't even gotten announcements of like what's to come later in the year. Like yeah. I, I'm still holding Beat out motion. hope. I doubt that's coming next year. I really do, because there's only like 20 chapters out of the manga right now. Yeah. But the one that I'm really holding out hope for that we get some semblance of news soon, because as of next year, it'll be three years old, is Comey Can't Communicate. Oh. Oh, my God. Did season two come out two years ago? It came out in 2021. Comey Can't Communicate came out in 2021. Yeah, it felt like fucking yesterday. There's 27 volumes out in English. Mm Mm-hmm. I have every single one of them. It's fantastic. Me too. I love that series. Um, Uh, Quick quick tangent. Can can I just... uh, Are you upset at all that it turned into kind of like a four-panel recently? No. I still love it. I I still find it absolutely fascinating. Okay. And I will say that I, I know the news came out that ZOM 100 was coming back on Christmas, but like... Netflix is heavily, like, advertising on their site, like, hey, ZOM 100 is coming to Netflix on Christmas. Yeah. And it's just like, great. Can't well, can't wait for that. Like, I know that was a Crunchyroll thing, but it's just like, they're but, still getting properties. And that's a stark difference from, like, and I know it was it was two years ago because it was coming out right when Call Me Can't Communicate Season 2 was coming out. Um a very stark difference from how Netflix was approaching their anime from back then because you had the issue with Uncle from Another World and the delays in production there due to COVID-19 outbreaks at the studio. And, like, nothing. You heard nothing from Netflix. Like, there was no mention on, like, anywhere on Netflix about, like, a re-airing or what was going on. Silence. Like, I learned online, like, reading different articles and just following, like, when they were going to reboot on Anime News Network and things like that. Not once was there, like, ever just an advertisement of, like, hey, in case you're watching it, Netflix user, Uncle from Another World is back. Like, that that would have made me happy because I, I did enjoy it as it was coming out, and it would have showed me, like, oh, okay, cool, Netflix actually is caring about their anime viewership and their audiences because they're getting big big titles like Comey and other series alike 
and it just they didn't. But now, to your point with Zom 100, like it's shocking that a, an anime that's coming out on Crunchyroll, but also available on Netflix too, is getting the yeah. advertisement on Netflix. Like it, it's getting the hype. Like hey, hey, come on, watch this. It's back. The final three episodes. Christmas time. Let's go. And I'm like. Who are you, Netflix? Like, yeah. like are and you actually changing? Are you just trying to psych me out? Is this your also, is this your like redemption arc here? What's going on? And one of the weird things too is like there is an amazingly huge show that can go either one of two ways. It's gonna sail high, or it is going to crash and burn, which comes out at the end of this year. And that is Pokemon Concierge. Oh, yeah. Like, I know it's not technically, like, anime. It is claymation. It looks cute as shit, though. But it looks adorable. I... Like, this is something that Netflix is like, cool, this is ours. We're just going to release it December 28th. Here you go. I, I'm not going to lie. In the trailer, when the girl's going through the different, like, little toppings on the ice cream or whatever. Yep. And she's like, and the yellow's for P... I mean, Psyduck. I was like, uh, my heart. <laughs> I was like, God. But yeah, like Netflix has really kind of done a 180 with their, their kind of exclusives and how they release anime. I feel like they've been kind of gobbling up some older shows, kind of like Hulu has um, in the attempts to build a library. Mm-hmm. But also they're like, hey, anything that we're going to do exclusively, we're not doing this weekly shit again. Yeah. We're just going to release it all because I I think Uncle from Another World was probably the last show that they released weekly. Like we got all of Pluto all at once, all of Scott Pilgrim all at once, all of Akuma-kun, all of Onimusha, all of Goodnight World, all of My Happy Marriage. No, actually, that may have been weekly. I think Blue-Eyed Samurai is one of their new ones, too. And I think that I haven't watched once. that. And my my old roommate is like, I can't talk like I he's just gloating I, about it. I've heard really good things about it, too. And, and it's it, just one and, of those things, yeah, they just completely 180'd their, yeah, their anime to department. That too, I mean, they're going back into film, and I have the article up on Maboroshi, which is the next big Japanese anime film to come out on Netflix next year, actually, in January. Yeah. Um, directed by uh, Okada and animated by MAPPA. Um, and it was actually, it looks like it was distributed in theaters in Japan by Warner Bros. too. So, big film coming to Netflix. Right, yeah, it's like that type of stuff. It just we haven't seen much of from Netflix. Like the last big, quote unquote, big film, just partly because of studio, I think, was probably Bubble that came yeah. out on Netflix, and, and that, that one was that pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, outside of uh, the animation from Studio Wit, like not a great film. I, I don't know if it came out around the same time. I think it's actually a little bit older. Um, but I loved uh, words bubble up like soda pop. Yep, like that one was wonderful. Like didn't get a lot of advertisement. Like there's a there's a whole massive Netflix library of movies that uh, anime movies specifically that just are not advertised well until now. Like and I again, we're kind of speculating here. We're just kind of throwing shit into the breeze basically. But this could be. Stemming from the news, and and I assume there was rumblings in ter- like in the industry as well of high dive leaving, basically most of the world, yeah. and now you've got the issue of okay, well you can't let Crunchyroll suck up everything else and become the monopoly, just massive 
fucking monster it's going to turn into, right? You have to start branching out and you're going to have to start investing more into your anime libraries, looking at you, Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Like, I think that's what they're doing now. Yeah, like Disney Plus and Hulu, as we discussed, has slowly started to do it. But like Netflix is like, they're fully there. Like they have an exclusive show done by Studio Trigger. Fucking like you can't get better than that. You really can't. Like Mappa, as great as they are, Wit, as great as they are, Trigger is probably one, like my favorite by far anime studio out there. They've put out the most consistent work that I have enjoyed out there i know a lot of people have a lot of things to say about darling in the franks i absolutely enjoyed it regardless all at the end of the day all that needs to be said is competition is a good thing i really hope that you know high dive either lands on their feet with this or they do the research enough to be like okay cool maybe we get the streaming rights for the season and then we put it on another platform immediately after just so we can recoup some of the money like whatever they need to do yeah. I just want High Dive to stay around for the fact that I like the competition. So I hope they figure it out. I hope that the next year of anime is wonderful because as of right now, we do have a lot of announcements like that are coming next year that are fantastic, and I'm yep. super looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to all the comments here for this episode. Thank you so much for watching. Greatly appreciate it. If you want to watch some shorter form content, you can follow us on TikTok or YouTube Shorts. Uh, We are posting there every once... Well, YouTube shorts a little every once in a while. More consistently on TikTok. Um, If you don't want to follow us there, please support us otherwise by just listening to this, telling people you, you know, you should listen to this, etc. And I promise, and I promise I'm going to be making, we're going to be making more content on YouTube too. Right now it's just the podcast. We're going to be making more stuff when I'm not half dead. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be a very, we're very hopeful for this next year. Um, you know, let's just spend one second just talking real quick about next year, too, because we're, we're approaching the holiday yeah. season. Uh, That's fine. The Baca and Company group is looking to grow pretty big next year. Um, we're looking to attend a lot of cons. We're looking to expand our content library across a number of different platforms. Uh, and we just like doing what we're doing, and we just want to do more of it. So we appreciate all the support. Again, everything that Frankfurter just said, you know, please, if you're enjoying this or at least have suggestions on why we're idiots or comments on why we're dumb. That's helpful as well. So please <laughs> go around. Yeah. Uh, we always appreciate the, the interactions and feedback. Yes, we, we absolutely do. But until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then.